Holy shit, everybody. Mean Boys Podcast number 150. And what a journey it's been. If you normally skip the intros, fucking don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow, guys. I can't believe we've been doing the show for 150 episodes. And I uh, can't believe we just had a guy in here that I've been watching since I was a little kid yeah. uh, uh, in a room that I, I pay for because people like hearing me call you guys gay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's truly uh, a blessing, and I'm very, uh, yeah, very grateful. Yeah, the goddamn Roastmaster General Jeff Ross on the show today. And, like, we were just talking about this off mic. It is super weird that, like, a dude who pretty much is the reason we do I do specifically the thing we do. Yeah, yeah. Like is now we've gone full circle and he was in the house. It's uh it's very strange. This is a fun ass uh, hang. Yeah, it was a fun hang. Yeah, yeah, we did a little bit of an unconventional show today cuz we didn't want to make Jeff jump through all the uh the hoops we usually do. So yeah, we do we tell we tell some stories, we talk about some shit. We haven't roast some of the fans. We uh, we listen to your uh, your voicemails and your questions and we just have a nice chat yeah. with uh, Jeff Ross. We finished the sandwich circle. Oh, yeah. We did, yeah. That'll, that'll be explained very early on, but the sandwich prophecy has been fulfilled. We've yes. addressed that, so don't even... I know you guys are... That's we got probably what you're thinking. about it, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, genuinely, it's really fucking cool, and the only way we were able to have any degree of legitimacy to get him to come do this was because of you guys. Yes. How much yeah. you guys have backed this fucking show and made it seem like a thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> You know, thank, r- really we always say, boys. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, we always say thank you for giving a shit. It, uh, it uh, you have uh, given my life some small meaning, and I yeah. thank you yeah. for it. And and if you if you check out Just Podcast Thick Skin and enjoy, it, tell them where you found where you heard about a show. Tell yeah, them the yeah. mean the Go mean boys. Yeah, please. Yeah, please get up in the. IT yeah, I just I just did an episode know. with Rob and it was fun. Yeah, yeah. So and, go check uh, that out. Speaking of uh, the ways that we love you, another reason we love you guys is because you give us the opportunity to fucking go places and do this weird-ass show. Yeah. yeah. We figure out way. where you are, and uh, we come see you because we, we love to meet you guys. We love to perform for people that like know us and not just whoever got free tickets to the d- casino on the <laughs> yeah. reservation that <laughs> night. And uh, we are going back on the road first week in November, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we have our first official lock dates for this fucking thing. Yeah. Thursday, November 1st, Houston, Texas, at the Secret Group. Boom. Blop, making our, our triumphant return to the city uh, of where we did a sold-out 12-person show the last we time we were there. We the city. People. Yeah, let's top 12, guys. Yeah, and I have to it. Uh, TSOL, a very loud band, is playing in the same building that night, so let's have that fight. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, TSOL, that's going to... Everyone who would... Would have come to our show already has tickets to that. Oh, I'm so. gonna go up first so I can go watch TSOL while you nerds do show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, November first, November second. We're at the Velveeta Room in Austin, Texas. Yeah, that's Ooh, right. Love like that the club. Cheese. I was just out there. I was hanging out with the uh, uh, Mean Boys, uh, Mean Boys fans. I stayed with them over the weekend. They were awesome, and I uh, can't wait. Fucking everyone I met that came to those shows was great. So yeah, come back. We're doing a live pod for uh, for you guys. And then we haven't totally locked dates yet, but Saturday, November 3rd, we're going to be in Dallas, Texas. Sunday, November 4th, we're going to be in Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas. I don't know which side of the fucking border. Yeah, yeah. yeah One of those. Kansas City somewhere. Monday, November 5th, we're going to be in St. Louis, Missouri at the Improv Shop. Uh, ticket links will be up for that one. Should be by the time this goes Should out. be, yeah. And then a uh, couple days loose, and then November 9th, we're going to be in Atlanta. Or no, November 9th, we're going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. November 10th, Atlanta, and November 11th, Orlando, Florida. Bang. Bang, bang, bang. This That's, is happening, uh, you guys. That's uh, where we're coming. All right? So, yeah, if you're, if you're in those areas, start making some plans. Save the dates. 
And uh, if you, if you, if your city's not listed there, jump on our damn email list uh, and let us know where you guys are uh, the closest major city you're willing to come out and see a show. How many friends you got, whether or not we can crash on your catch, we'll start setting up a Mean Boy show in your neck of the woods. Hell goddamn yes. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about a certain character this episode, Keith Carey's mother. And uh, if you want to hear her on this program, obvi- I, I, perhaps the only way we could top this episode, uh, you, you, you help us out and leave us a review on iTunes. You know, we don't have a lot of fans, but you guys are very, uh, very into it, and you make us look legitimate. And uh, we we, uh, we appreciate it. So when we get to 400, we're doing a, we're doing a show with Keith's mom at Denny's in Fresno. We're 56 yeah. away as of this recording. Uh, cones on Saudi like Arabia me. writes: Fat Tom man has good ideas. I like his thoughts on cones. Five star. Hey. Yeah. So I thank mean, you, Saudi. The people are out there. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you guys if you guys uh, want to fucking talk to some more Mean Boys heads, join our Discord server. The link for that is in the show notes. Moderated by our good friend Alexis. Uh, you play video games, talk about porn and whatever the fuck else you do. It's like a chat room. It's fun. Yeah, go get weird with us. Yeah, and then and check out the subreddit, Our Mean Boys. You know, give us a sub over there. You know, and see what's uh to talk about. What's the episodes? Yeah. You know, like, weird shout out to the subreddit, but I don't want to forget. Short Buzz Murphy uh, pointed out that me and him were on the same Quentin Tarantino message board. Back oh in the yeah, day. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was also on Tarantino.info. What was your name? Because I swear to God, we may have already been friends. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking wild. And also, uh, yeah, there's a discussion about which Pokemon has the biggest dick going. On it's very heated. So yeah, it always goes back to Pokemon sex. Yeah, this. share your thoughts and uh, over there. Uh, jump yeah. on Patreon. Five bucks a month weekly bonus content. Ten bucks a month monthly goodies. This month, horny summer commemorative condoms. Yeah. Remember the horniest summer of our lives with an official Mean Boys horny summer condom for only ten dollars. <laughs> I just sent out all the twenty-five dollar Patreon boxes. Nineteen of them. I uh, got shirts in there. Some of you guys, I threw in some special shit. I threw in a few uh, Tom Goss keychains I found, which are out of print. Uh, I threw in a couple of my shirts. Uh, I spray painted some of my old like on the bias shirts from PacSun from uh, 2012. Oh, nice! I threw in my Juggalo shirts uh, for somebody I don't remember who. Oh, you gave someone the Juggalo shirt? I did give him the Juggalo shirt. Yeah, that oh, was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Special guest appearance, Opie. Yeah, Jeff Ross just uh, left in his Jaguar convertible. I yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just yeah, cutting yeah, an, an intro. Oh, so yeah, the jump on a uh, jump the on intro. Patreon. <laughs> Watch "I Love You, America" coming out soon, featuring writing by Mr. Opie. Yeah, man, we got a, a great sketch that has a horse in it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You're going to like it. You're going to know it was written by me. Too. Oh, you got, you, got, you got production to pay for a horse? Well. That's how you know he's a good rider, guys. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, what else do we got to do? Follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah, tell, tell a friend about the show. Uh, if you haven't already told your one to three friends about the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we love you guys. Episode 150. This is crazy. Uh, and I think please enjoy this uh, sit down with Jeff motherfucking Ross. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for everything, gang. Thank you. Bye. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mean Boys Podcast. There's a Jaguar parked in our driveway right now. I'm Connor McSpadden. I'm Keith Carey. I'm Tom Goss. And I'm Jeff Ross. You're Jeff Ross. I was going to say, you're like, I, the joke I've been pitching about you forever is you look like Dr. Evil if you try to join Run DMC <laughs> because of the fedoras and the chains. I don't get it. Oh, really? <laughs> All right.
right, well, off to a banging start. Yeah. At long last. There's no feeling quite like somebody you've been watching for a decade driving traffic to your shitty house to tell you you're bad at comedy. And decorating and air conditioning. And just, and yeah, we're, yeah, we're bad at a lot of stuff. We've, we've shown a lot of like mildly reputable comics this house, and I don't think anybody's had the level of disdain that you had immediately. Where you were just like, oh, fuck this all the way. <laughs> No, yeah. It's not true at all. No, yeah, I felt bad asking because I just, you know, I wish, uh, I wish we had like a nice, uh, nice place. But uh, we thought, you know, if you're down, it'd be kind of funny. Well, give us your reaction to the house a little bit. Is this was, about where you thought we'd live? It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize there'd be so many people living here. Yeah, yeah, six people live here. Yeah, yeah. it's like in like in multi generational immigrant family level of people. Yeah, you know. And as soon as I pulled in, the neighbor started, like, heckling me <laughs> <laughs> from yeah. balconies. The little kids across the street who like to throw uh, throw grapefruits at us. Reminds <laughs> me of Michael Corleone trying to get out of Cuba on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, shit. Yeah, it was uh, just, as soon as I walked out and saw Jeff's car, I'm like, yeah, we're getting robbed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I stepped outside to check the mail because Jeff was uh, was running a little bit behind, understandably. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, shit, well, that, that Jaguar, that probably, that that's either Jeff or someone is about to get murdered that lives in this crime-filled neighborhood. Yeah, that <laughs> it's is... a rental. It'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. This is a real honor, you guys. Oh. <laughs> I've been listening oh. to this podcast since I was a young boy. <laughs> Back in 1872. <laughs> uh, the last time this place had fresh paint. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when I was listening to my old, my, my first, my Albert Brooks records and my, my Mean Boys podcast tapes, you know. <laughs> no, this is great. This house is legendary, I think. Bob Hope used to bring his chicks to give abortions. Here. Yeah. <laughs> that explains the smell in the basement. That's, it's haunted. You can still hear golf clubs if you take a pee in the middle of the night. I, I moved out of the basement for two reasons. One, I couldn't breathe down there, and two, I think it was haunted. That was, that's uh, it's a true. Haunted is, like, not even at the top of the list. <laughs> Shit that's wrong with this. Haunted <laughs> <laughs> would make it interesting. I kid you not, Jeff. J- that last night I did this. Someone stole our trash can. Right, we had yeah. two trash cans. We got a lot of people living here, so the landlord got us another trash can. Someone stole it, and we went to call them and say, "Can we send us another trash can?" And then we remembered we don't play for electricity or water here, yeah. and they- it's with water and power that does the waste management. So I had to go to Home Depot, buy a trash can, and spray paint it so it looked like a city trash can. I counterfeited a trash can at 2 a.m. last night. I've done that before. Even in nice neighborhoods, they do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I feel We're fitting in. Bit We're moving yeah. up in the world. There we it's go. just about being a home, a home renter. You yeah. Know, you got to... Yeah, you got to work the system. Exactly. Yeah, you really you make people feel good about themselves, even when you're uh, <laughs> even when I'm totally disgusted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, so we got to talk about. Uh, this really feels like an interrogation. These, like, uh, yeah, yeah bolt, I mean the bolts on the doors that are behind them. Yeah. bed that go nowhere. Yeah, well, yeah, it was really like a thing of like which thing will be more unpleasant: putting you in this terrible prison camp room or watching you sweat to death in the living room. Yeah, that's, it's, neither is great. It's hot out there. I yeah. love the view, though. The view's great. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> have a great view of our wall made of shittier walls. I, yeah, it looks like a war-torn favela somewhere in Brazil. You uh, will 100% see the resident possum walk by there at some point. Yeah, Back yeah. That, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, then one time I woke up and there's just a dude walking past there, and I didn't really? realize the landlord came to, like, do, like, get some leaves out because oh. it's a fire hazard. Oh, and I was just, I woke up and I was like, God, there's just <laughs> a scary dude with a rake. And I was like, oh, okay, you're cool. You could cool. save up for a curtain. <laughs> <laughs> 
The only reason I have that curtain is because my girlfriend was like, I'm not having sex with you in a room that doesn't have curtains. Of course. And then she broke up with me. I have no idea why. But uh, Wait, you, you got that your curtain. dick on the one curtain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the back patio is where I like go to like smoke and write. It's just a weird thing of like he had just like empty cardboard boxes in the window. So I'd be smoking, just seeing the faint outline of you fucking poorly, <laughs> like on the edges. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, the roast battle wasn't the first time we saw each other naked. You know, it's a real uh, yeah, yeah. We've been looking at each other's dicks for a while. It's a real artist commune in here. So this is this is one of my favorite things Tom's ever done, and it involves you, Jeff. And you guys, neither of you guys remember. This is a story we had told back to us by more sober. You know, people. Yeah, ro- and, uh, yeah. So you you tell it. Ro- Rose battle too. I got profoundly drunk, the uh, problematically drunk. I've quit drinking since, but uh, I was uh, I was pretty blitzed, and I don't remember walking over there. But I I I was then drinking at the comedy store, and my friend Olivia was trying to get get me to go home, and I was plastered, and I don't remember this, but you came over. And uh, 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 said, "Hey, buddy, you, you you doing all right? You were like you checked in on me, which was a very nice thing. You didn't have to do. It was very nice of you." And uh, I go, "Yeah, I'm fine." And you go, "Yeah, why, why don't you come with us, man? Let me let me buy you a sandwich." Really? Yeah, you said, which just shows how nice you are. And I go, "Ah, you're my apparently what I said is you're Roastmaster Jeffrey General Roaster Master <laughs> Ross. You don't buy me a sandwich. I buy you a sandwich." And I don't have any money. <laughs> and then you just left him. And, yeah, you were just like, all right, this guy's. <laughs> and you're like, this is a little out of my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's one, it's one of our favorite stories of Tom getting drunk and being an asshole. Made so much funnier by the fact that Jeff pulled up. I don't think I up... understand it yet. Where were we exactly? We, we were, were at the Roast Battle yeah, after, the party. after Party. Where was that? Uh, at the, at the, at the that hotel. hotel the Mondrian. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And basically, you, were, you, you and Olivia were having a conversation, and then Tom drunk Olivia Grace had just Roast Battled. Yeah. So we were talking yeah we friends with olivia yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. And she was my ride home and so you, <laughs> you yeah you were gonna say hey let's let's go to kansas we'll get you a sandwich she's like you're Ro- jeff ross you don't buy me a sandwich i buy you a sandwich and i don't have any money and you're just like okay <laughs> then like, like, i did my social duty to this drunk idiot and now i'm off and uh, amazingly, you you wouldn't have known it ever, but you came up and you got us sandwiches from Jimmy Kimmel's new barbecue. Yeah, that's place, why so. we laughed when you said, "Yeah, oh, I brought you sandwiches." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came full circle beautifully. The good news is, Tom, you look like you haven't missed a sandwich. <laughs> I sure haven't. Yeah, no one's ever looked at him and been like, "Needs more meat." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Je- I, I I always say that. So I think you're the best at being uh, of all the famous people I've ever met. I think you're the best at being famous uh, because, uh-huh. like, you know, you got you got like a nice house, but you you just say, "Hey, come over. It's, I'm having." the barbecue i'm having the pool party and just you you just enjoy it when people like recognize you and stuff you get a kick out of it and you, you talk to them and stuff so i always uh, i always admired and enjoyed that about you don't tell tom about the barbecue <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time we go somewhere that we don't invite you it's just we're going to jeff's house <laughs> no that's nice to hear you know i mean it's it's a i'm grateful you know i work hard and didn't come from a show business background, so I always say you got to enjoy the process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, look where it got you. You know, it got yeah, you into the Mean Boys. <laughs> it got you right here, dude. It got mean you to the uh, a place that uh, that basically crackheads got gentrified out of. Yeah, yeah. I think this house is good for you guys. It'll keep you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it definitely. It's done you it definitely. So Nothing kills a roast like comfort. Yeah. Got to keep that edge. Yeah, it's impossible to wake up in a good mood here. Yeah. Like, 
No, you yeah. come home and you think like, you know, things are going all right. And then you remember like, oh, none of our toilet seats are actually attached to the <laughs> toilet. We just balance them on top That's of them. That's fine compared to the electrical fire that's about to break out of the <laughs> Electricity. Like, we this have to is... do the podcast in a bedroom because we're having problems in the living room. Oh, we make Tom has, there's a recumbent bike in the basement and we just have him pedal for a few hours <laughs> so we can keep the lights going. And by the way, I just want to cut in here to all the listeners, the regular listeners who love knowing that there's a whiteboard. And the only thing written on it is studio needs. <laughs> There's like seven items, including power strip, cable. The only, thing, the only thing that's not written under studio needs is studio. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> got to do. That list has been up there for about a year. Yeah, that's how yeah. much we got crossed off. Yeah, I've got about. I got one. And of the headphones we bought don't that, work. Yeah, they actually don't really. Oh. Yeah, we got. I did. I got the chairs. You know, so we had. That's I, I never noticed rugs was up there. Yeah, I do think a nice rug. Well, yeah, we there's we not used to a planet there. on this fucking universe where we're ever going to buy a rug for the, that studio. Yeah, need, that's important thing to have in a studio. The rug the sound bounces off and oh. it sounds a lot better with a rug. You see, so, you know uh, that a rug you, you can get for ten bucks. If you were a professional broadcaster like me or Jeff, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you might have an idea, Keith. Fair enough. Did you I'm you ever stay? It was the worst place you ever stayed when you're coming up oh, doing comedy. Wow. Oh, did you God. did you ever get get close to this level? Oh, this was fancy because I shared beds. Me and Todd Barry slept in the same bed once. Oh, poor Todd. <laughs> yeah. Does, he doesn't seem like he's a very cuddly guy. Yeah. Me and Sarah Silverman slept on the beach once <laughs> because it was the, the, the place we were staying in was so crowded and gross. Oh, Jesus. Um, I've slept in my car many times. I mean, sharing yeah. a bed with Sarah, you're going to get crabs one way or the other. I'm Fucking <laughs> foe. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you slept on the beach. Uh, you split beds with Todd Barry. Yeah, it's, Tom lives in that kitchen. You see that bed out there? slept on a bus, on, uh, on a bus and a train once because we didn't afford We couldn't afford the hotel in Canada, so we just found our way to Buffalo and took the train back the same day, 12 hours each way. Yeah. Yeah, we still. David Tell kind of looks like he still lives on a bus, just as like a lifestyle (laughs) choice. Yeah, it's like Uh, most of my jokes about him. We have a a Netflix special coming out in November, Mm. and most of my jokes about Dave are about him looking homeless. Right, (laughs) it's the the gift that keeps on giving, which would cost like forty dollars for him to fix, and he just does not. He just bought a new fancy apartment too, but yet he still looks (laughs) homeless. Well, yeah, looks like everyone who would get kicked out of an apartment. (laughs) He dresses like a wise janitor. You know? I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see that, man. You guys are you guys are two of my favorites. You did that in New York, and you taped a bunch of shows. And three just, nights. Guys... We taped three nights at the Village Underground. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I don't know how much I should say yet, but it's oh, okay. it's gonna be it's gonna be. I mean, forget me. It's the best thing I've ever seen a tell in. Oh yeah, like, that's yeah. how good I think it is. And. He gives me shit for yelping myself all the time. I'm like, when you see the show, it's really good. But I really think it's good. And Dave's my favorite comedian. So in the whole show, I'm basically trying to keep up with him, chasing him. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's got to be good. You know, it's got to. He's the best. And when you like, when you have a guy, there's not a lot of guys, you know, you, anyone, most people watch a comedian, they go, how does he think of this shit? But for other comedians to watch you and go, how does he think of this shit? Every yeah. time I watch David Tell, I'm like, how do you get there? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. He talks and thinks in punchlines. It's hard for him to 
turn that away from his brain. He really is amazing. And right. I saw him do this this crowd work line one time. He goes, I love this guy. I'll buy you a drink. What do you have? And the guy goes, I don't know, a beer? And he goes, a beer? What is it, Mitt Romney's half birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's the best shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, and it's like, what a, what a weird thing to attack. Like, a beer, the yeah. thing we all drink. Yeah, and it's like, he's he doesn't remember that. He thought of something better than two nights later, but he just he just threw that out there. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. He just doesn't, you know, I wanted him to feel on stage like he was in a, in a, in a diner. Ah, so yeah, we set yeah. up, instead of doing a, a big special. And that's why like, you were there, to make like, it give it the diner. <laughs> we did eat quite a lot on stage at different points in the in the weekend. <laughs> I ordered food to the stage and so on. He brought cake and I brought mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Man, and, uh, how did you I build like my I... perfect career? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is it's a bunch of money. Eat a cake on national television. Yeah, yeah. we did. It, 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 and that was the whole thing: is making it feel as loose. We were on stage as loose as a podcast. Because yeah. when you do six shows. You stop thinking about lights and blocking and cameras, and you're just like, "All right, I'm on my third show. I'm like." gonna do whatever comes to my mind yeah. yeah we know we got it so we wind up having so much material that we're just gonna call the episodes friday saturday and sunday oh that's awesome and we have all these amazing guests and uh a top top director who directs documentaries i don't know if you saw the jinx or oh capturing yeah. the freedmans but andrew jarecki oh, shit. put it together no last time i talked to you you're going out to like the compound to go like see the footage out yeah in the, you know middle of that like some like big like country that's yeah you know? yeah yeah and and we edited on a farm on uh, jarecki's farm like we were making a fleetwood mac album or something <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the funnest process and and i really think you know i, I think I think I'm proud of it, but I think the hardest thing in the world is to get Dave to like it, and I think Dave is starting to like it. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome! Yeah, because yeah. that that like is a man so funny. He's got to hate himself. Yeah, you well, know? no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's your uh, you're doing Sneaky Pete now. Last time I talked, you were also thinking about the Sneaky Pete thing. I saw a couple of the, the stills of you. How are you liking shooting that? I know you can't give anything away, but yeah, that's... the characters are complicated. It's a show on Amazon about con men. Ah. And I didn't. I wasn't that familiar with it, but um, before I, I, I had my sister, she's like, "Oh, I'm halfway through the pilot. It's great. You got to do it." Then <laughs> she called me back, like, you know, that night and said, "You know, I'm on episode eight. You have to do it." <laughs> then the next day, she was like, "I'm halfway through season two. Like, and I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah stop and, calling. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she was helpful because I had to miss some of my vacation. Wah wah wah. But like, I planned, <laughs> I planned this like trip with my nephews and my cousins and stuff. Oh. And I met. So what? Whatever. Like, it was, it was like going to summer camp. You know, you drop into a drama show, oh. and these people already were up and running together 15 hours a day. Right. So now you're like the new guy." You know the foreign exchange student, like from the comedy country. Yeah, you know, yeah. like they're all intense actors. Yeah, they're all like Giovanni the- Ribisi and <laughs> you know Brian Cranston's one of the creators of the show. So here I am, dumped in, really trying to, and you guys will appreciate this, like turn it off so that I'm not <laughs> yeah, a distraction. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because you don't yeah, want to be yeah. like, oh, he's fucking Johnny Chuckles over here. Yeah, they're like, I don't know if you noticed, Flavor Flav is not on set, so if you could <laughs> yeah. chill out and give yeah. us the lines. Yeah. There's a lot great. of that. It's not the Comedy Central roast of Sneaky Pete. Fucking chill out, Jeff. <laughs> Eat a sandwich. <laughs> but you know, when you're on, <laughs> when you're on long hours like that, like I'm not trying to be funny, but sometimes you just start talking. 
Yeah, and yeah. On the last yesterday, two days ago, I was we had a long scene. It's basically me and three other actors in a chair wearing the same clothes from seven in the morning to ten at night, and you know, and finally, you know, you know. It's just too much energy to like move out of the seat while they relight. So right. you just don't move anymore. And the stand-ins have nothing to do, but you just can't move. And it's just like this. You just start talking. So instead of trying to make jokes, people will just ask me about comedians. And Rodney Dangerfield came up. And I just started, hey, I'll tell you. You know, like yeah. basically <laughs> you know, just being Rodney Dangerfield during the light moves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, I just started talking to the – it was fun. Awesome. Hey, my wife, my, my wife and I, my wife and I were happy. Hey, I'll tell you, my wife and I. <laughs> Wait, hold on, it takes me a second to get into it. Hey, I'll tell you, it's a very difficult impression. <laughs> it's not a common one. Hey, I'll tell you, my wife and I, we were uh, we were happy for twenty years. Then we met. <laughs> like Rodney, yeah. I, I heard a Rodney story. He was in a casino in Vegas, and this guy, this couple goes, "We just got married. What do you think, Rodney?" And he goes, "You could both do better." <laughs> hey, now I know why lions eat their young. <laughs> that was my. I remember I talked to you when you're like kind of thinking about whether you're going to take the role or not. My pitch was like every year at the roast you get like, well, you, fat jokes, you know, old jokes or whatever. I'm like, now you can get sneaky peek jokes. You know, That's it's good. a little yeah. bit of variety. You know, I like it. You mix, I, you mix I, I love your optimism that you think Sneaky Pete is going to override how fat how old yeah, Jeff right. is. Yeah, it'll never be like, ah, oh, Jeff, of Sneaky Pete notoriety. Well, it's you're locked in, buddy. It's funny when you like you write it on the like roast because I got to do that a little bit, you know, oh. and uh, it was it was like you, you, when you're just thinking about it in the abstract, like, all right, what is there to talk about about Jeff? He's got a black belt. He's a little chubby. He's Jewish. He's a comedian. You know? Jesus Christ. And then <laughs> you, you're looking at the joke, and I was like. I was, <laughs> Some of that I knew, some of that I didn't. <laughs> you didn't know you had a black belt? You, guys, you smoked Jeff your... hasn't seen his belt in a while. Yeah. <laughs> if, was, if it doesn't fit around my waist, am I technically still a black belt? <laughs> you got a black sash, you know, Taekwondo. I did, I did. A black, you know, a, a big tire. A black bracelet. <laughs> I will say to my credit, I do, like, the, black, the karate, when you learn it, it stays in your bones. Because when I was really feeling, like, powerful and juiced on the roast battle, when I roasted... Uh, roast battle Blake Griffin uh-huh. I did throw a flying front snap kick I which I hadn't yeah. done in decades oh, I was yeah, wildly yeah. impressed at yeah, how yeah. I, you didn't I, fall over yeah uh, or, or or throw my back out or, or, or accidentally hurt somebody well yeah. you, you were whipping the nunchucks around when Alex came out and I was like holy sh-. I was like I, I was up in the balcony I wanted to just watch the show and enjoy it you know and I was just like is that a Jeff Ross body double that they got to do nunchucks? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, that's fucking Jeff. Like, that, yeah. I, I'm just picturing you on the set of Sneaky Pete being like, I can do karate if that would help this scene. And they're like, oh, that's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just like try to get them to write it in, you know? Like, all the reviews are like, yeah, it was a pretty good show. Then it turned into Jeff Ross the ninja. Yeah. <laughs> fucking weird. It's like when you got an actor that can play guitar. And he's like, what about a scene where I seduce her with an acoustic number by Oasis? Jeff's like, all right, now here's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's a con man, but I mean, he had to protect it. He couldn't afford muscle the yeah. entire time. He had to do karate in the <laughs> yeah. early days. And no one expects me to be the karate guy. It's the perfect cover. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Man. Man, Except on this show, the only thing I will say is they're the con men. 
Okay. Okay. I'm not necessarily a con man. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah. I'm not going to give any plot twists away. That would be so. Not great. my place. That'd be yeah, so okay. great if on this podcast you ruined that. You gave it all away <laughs> and like torpedo your publicist. Is, I may or Who may the not. Fuck are the mean boys? <laughs> you didn't run this by me. <laughs> hold on. They're already texting me. We're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Rep by NSA. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't confirm or deny any of this. Okay, yeah, yeah this we're not, gonna, we're not, gonna, we're not here to grill you hard on sneaky Pete dates. <laughs> yeah, no, and no, then the other part about it, I'll you can't say prove this: I'm just not doing a great Jeff Ross impression. You can't do that. Either. <laughs> yeah, sure. The other part of it is they. It's such a complicated show, and so um, the shoots are very detailed and specific because it's con men. Mm, you know, right. there's experts. You know, who just know stuff about wine, for instance, watching to see how you pour it, what you're doing. Okay. And, and there's all this stuff. And they shoot it out of order. They shoot two episodes at once uh-huh. with two different directors. Uh-huh. So I'm not even completely sure what's happening. Yeah, you're, like, <laughs> you're like, either I'm the president or I die at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, they really keep the actors sort of guessing about what's going on a little bit. Yeah. Like, you okay. just need to know what you need to know. Yeah. You know? It and is like, like that. The guy in the chicken costume, that's none of your business. Maybe he's going. <laughs> Maybe they're shooting a commercial on this lot. We maybe he's on another, uh, another. Uh, maybe he's on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. changing then, it up a little bit. The Blake Griffin battle. How's the response been? That was that was just pure. Because watching that, how it happened live, you know, so much fun to watch. It was it was just pure entertainment. Yeah, like yeah. the LeBron suit. The the line of the night for me was when Nikki Glazer said, "You look like JFK Jr. at his dad's funeral." <laughs> <laughs> I was like that. That fucking killed me. <laughs> uh, you got to give him something to go after, you know. And I wanted to make it um, a spectacle. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's like it wasn't like you were like ro- you were roast betting Blake Griffin. It's like a it's a big spec. It's yeah. fun. It's yeah. not. It's yeah. not like we did it naked. It's like it's a stunt. But enjoy that. It's, yeah, a it's kind fun. of it's, why not? Yeah. Somehow I found the weirdest fashion choice of the whole thing to be that Blake Griffin tucked in his t-shirt. Yeah. It seemed like a weird old guy maneuver. Yeah, Blake yeah. Griffin looked he looked really cool, but he he had like his pants were kind of like up to here a little bit. Oh, he had yeah, this kind of like weird. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, he kind of looked like a fucking dork. It was yeah. like I wouldn't say that to him because holy shit. But yeah, but I, I, I kind of missed that. I missed that. I should have gone for that a little bit. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's like this like seven foot tall man is dressed like he's like in an indie pop video, yeah. <laughs> and it was just bizarre. Like this man could like rip phone books in half with the two hands, like, but he's just like, oh yeah, no, I just got back from H. I'm ready for the roast battle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. like thirty bucks at Target on an outfit for TV. <laughs> there is something to the fact that his pants were like he's so tall. He those are normal sized pants. Yeah, you got to sew like another guy's pants on the bottom of that. <laughs> yeah, they asked me to go talk to him about something, and I think they just asked me because uh, comedy writers is a field dominated by by shorter Jewish men. <laughs> yeah. and I think they're like we need someone who can match his energy to some degree. Right. <laughs> right. Look him in the eyes and tell him like. what's good. Yeah, yeah. He worked hard on it. He was great. Yeah, he was, he was awesome. Yeah. And I want people who, excuse me, who come at, I want people who come out of, who aren't in comedy, who come at it from wherever to look good on Roast Battle. Oh, yeah. Right, you want right. people to do it, you know? You know, yeah, you don't want to, like, on the roast, like, you know, so you have, like, a situation sometimes, you know, like, with the, the situation, like, or whatever, and it's like, you but you want people to have fun. Like, you want it to be, like, you know, a thing that, you know, these, that's, it's yeah. a big fucking event. Although, it's to fun. be fair, like, I mean, the situation is, you know, like, a pretty epically gnarly set, and that's one of the most remembered like roast sets. Oh yeah, 
ever because of how brutal it was. I mean, I had the same thing when I wrote a rose for the Tempe Diablos, a charity organization based in Arizona, <laughs> and a guy got drunk and didn't do any of the jokes I wrote for him, so I just did the jokes I wrote for him after he went on. <laughs> you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I fucking wrote these guys, and some of I gave him some good lines. So. Oh, so you were already on the show? I was, yeah, I was like the roast master for this. See, like, that's the way to do it. A bunch of like old guys. Normally those jokes would get lost forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's always a shame. Yeah. No, the, yeah, the, the Blake Griffin thing was fun. How did you get that gig? That gig, uh, my buddy's like a, a clean Christian comic, and he's like, yeah, they asked me to do this because he gets it up for the, like, that corporate stuff a lot, but he's like, I physically can't, and I was like, but you know who the guy should be. <laughs> you know who will definitely do it for whatever, And was it a charity, or what was it? It was a charity, yeah. They like raise money for like you know like baseball uniforms and shit like that. Great people. Me and Keith did a charity roast one time, oh, dressed, as, San- yeah, dressed as Santa and an elf. Yeah, they they brought us down to this like uh, this like corporate like office Christmas party or whatever, and they're like, yeah, just roast everyone. We're like, do you want us to go like a three or a ten? Like in terms yeah. of intensity of like the jokes, they're like, go hard. These guys play hard. They want the hard shit. Well, yeah. And we got they were 30... like, we're the crazy office, all right? Yeah. yeah. We, sometimes we wear shorts. <laughs> we got thirty seconds in, and somebody immediately yelled, "Fuck you!" And we yeah. had to do twenty minutes. We did twenty uh, minutes, and then they the guy who booked us last night was Hall, and you see the CEO just go. Hall! <laughs> and then really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And apparently, then, apparently the board genuinely tried to vote him out of, like, his job because he hired us. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and we almost cost him a million dollars. Were, were you trying to be clean or dirty? Or? Oh, no, we they, went... Fucking butt wild. Yeah, they, told, they, guys, they gave us pictures yeah. of everybody, by and we did jokes a, it, about all yeah, of them. By the, you know? It started off as they were dirty jokes, but they weren't, like, crazy. By the end, here, here's the, Yeah, go ahead. I was say, by the end of it, we were just, like, doing it out of spite, because we were like, we got to fill our time to get paid. So we, well, we Yeah, and they started, the like, fighting us, and I was like, everybody. you're trying to, like, you know, you get heckled, and you got your lines you do, or whatever you know how to do it, or deal with it, and, like, people are talking shit or whatever, so I'm trying to clap back, and I guess I, I went too far, you know? Yeah. My, my I, favorite was the lady who started scre- uh, screaming, uh, do a Christmas carol while oh. you guys were trying to roast <laughs> I, I believe we did then tell her to kill herself. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I said that, but <laughs> I did. seems like a thing I'd say. <laughs> I did steal, we, so me and Keith were just like, oh, okay, we're no longer needed. Well, I guess we're not getting a caricature painted, and we'll just have all these crab cakes. And uh, all right, now we're running. Away. What are you? What were you dressed as? An elf, <laughs> Santa, and an elf. Yeah, I pitched him. It'd be funny if I was Santa and he was the elf, but they didn't go for it. Nah, no fucking vision at this office. <laughs> you ever do those? Uh, any, any of those corporate? Well, that's events? what it is. I feel like if you had done it clean, you're, what you think is basically PG thirteen, right? To them, it would have been dirty. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and they would have been like, "Ooh, this is naughty. This yeah. is fun." Oh, he said, "But like, yeah." And then that. when you do say, "Lady, kill yourself," the place will go crazy because you finally got like raw. Right? Yeah, and theoretically, that would have been the move. We, are yeah, not I do them all the time. Job, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, it's good that you, you know, you got one under your belt, so you know what it feels. I've, I've oh, bombed at many of them, yeah. but I've gotten better at it by trying not to. Tr- you got to be prepared, but not try too hard. You right, know, like they're gonna come to you if it's funny. You know, it's not, you know, you. It's more fun to be dirty and be able to say whatever you want. But yeah. in yeah. a corporate environment, everybody's like a little way more touchier. That makes sense. Do they? Do you think they? And if you make one innuendo about a joke about a guy maybe being gay or a woman maybe being a hooker, they'll crack up. Right. But if yeah. you overtly say it, yeah. it's actionable. And and and, yeah. and that's where I've gotten in trouble. I mean, okay. we've got we we like, have a bad habit of starting at a ten and having nowhere to go. And yeah. it's like a ten's pretty funny for about three minutes, yeah. and then you're like, oh, but you, they're still it's well, nothing's funny. No dynamics. The move, the move of being at like a ten and then trying to go back to one and be like, oh, uh, you know, they come with a bowl of soup and they're like, oh, it's no, impossible. Die. <laughs> it's yeah. impossible. Yeah, yeah. 
Which is so. Why would you book a roast though? If you're so fucking touchy, people yeah. don't know what they want. Yeah, you know? it's a fair point. It's well, a difference between saying like to a to a you know you got a lady on stage like uh, you know look at this whore versus. Hey, baby, nice shoes. What what room are you in back at the resort? And the place like will I, go nuts. If I looked at any woman and said, hey, baby, I'm going to jail. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's so upsetting. You know, you know the ladies I flirt with when I'm on stage? Old ladies. Yeah. I find the oldest. Uh, the Red Hat Society. I did a gig, oh, at, a, down to, down did a gig at a country music museum in Tulsa. <laughs> Red Hat Society, this old lady social club. Yeah. Dirtiest bitches I've ever met in my life. <laughs> uh, they were just like, you couldn't handle this ass. You know, like, <laughs> What was the situation that they uh, hired you? They're just I don't know. I, I don't know how I get any of my gigs, Jeff. They just someone <laughs> they were just like, get me the nearest Facebook. white man, fly <laughs> <laughs> him to Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, uh, I know. I love, yeah, I love hitting on old ladies from stage because it's like they've been fucking since the forties. Like yeah, they, yeah. You know, they, they they get it. They get the the when you do a sex joke for old people, they get nostalgic. Like oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. when FDR invented the clitoris. Like. <laughs> Yeah, we had a. We, we thought it'd be fun. We have a pretty weird uh, listener base, as you might guess. So uh, we wanted to do a little speed roasting of some of our uh, actual fans. You know, we'll just we'll drop the pictures in so everyone can see. But we got this guy right here, steampunk cosplayer. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's a, a big, big mean boy's head. <laughs> a what cosplayer? Steampunk. <laughs> you know, like that. What, remember that bad Will Smith movie with the robot spider? He, he's dressed as a guy who's going to die alone. That's what cosplay <laughs> he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He's dressed as a guy who's not allowed uh, near a public school anymore. <laughs> he, he looks like an even gayer Abraham Lincoln. Jeff, how good does our house look now? Gabe, <laughs> is he Gabe Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> Pull over so I can see oh, everybody. It's oh too yeah, hard yeah. Okay, to, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we got so right. this guy. Wait, what's his name? I forget. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he. I think he might just be like an anonymous. He might. He's probably. So we're roasting your listeners whose names you're not even telling them that they're being. <laughs> we're so, gonna we're gonna throw we're gonna throw the pictures on a YouTube video. Yeah, and we'll, that. we'll drop the pictures. Yeah, all right. Well, this guy will not be alive by then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got this guy. This gentleman, uh, pink shorts. He's wearing one of our t-shirts. Very cherubic face. He kind of looks like like if I lost all the weight but still looked bad. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like a, like an early two thousands Nickelodeon like three D like he'd be in Jimmy Neutron. You know, <laughs> he like he he looks like he's he uh, he makes arti- artisanal ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what, pistachios and mint getting together. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not going to say who these people are? Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Like, oh, well, I know him. I'll tell him. Yeah, yeah, we got this guy. He's got our merch. You know, he's very, he's, he's cuddling with his music. Is he still poster. married to Woody Allen? <laughs> <laughs> it is just an oddly sexual angle he's taking the self, like just laying with the poster. Like that thing has been laminated twice. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm assuming it's hanging on a wall. And oh no, you're right. He's laying down next to the poster. Well, he wouldn't yeah. want to thumbtack it. He wants to keep it pristine so he could sell it on eBay. You know, I mean, <laughs> very high gotcha. aftermarket prices for the Mean Boys merch. All right, just a few more. Got this gal. Eh, she's not that good. Let's go. Let's get into the good ones. 
Oh boy! Yeah, this the mustache. <laughs> yeah, this guy. I do. This is our buddy. O'Ryan. Wait, go back. Why are you skipping? You're skipping somebody. I skipped some. It was. I just felt like it was a boring picture. Yeah, this is our buddy Orion out of San Diego, who is a straight up lunatic. <laughs> yeah, this guy. A cat called himself out of professional skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> He looks like he plays drums, but only on garbage cans. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. This is one of our favorite listeners. This is Alexis uh, out in in Indiana. Alexis? (laughs) (laughs) You sure? Yeah. (laughs) It is now. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Wait, the thing you're thinking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She's great. She seems... The blue lipstick is a little much. Yeah, the, 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 looks the, like she blew a Smurfs dentist. <laughs> <laughs> the makeup, yeah, it looks like a special needs kid got it a coloring book. Yeah, it's sort of it's like how the, the how the toothpaste comes out of the tube with a stripe of whitening uh, uh, agent. She in looks there. like she's, a, that she's about to run and jump out of the window behind her. <laughs> <laughs> she's like ghoulishly white. Like even yeah. for Indiana, she's pretty white. Yeah. All right, this guy. Ooh, boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, me from the future. Ah, uh, yeah. wow. before he shaved. <laughs> This looks like Lou. <laughs> this looks like uh, I don't know, man. There's Louis C. Pap K. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, definitely a, a Louis joke in there. There's yeah. uh, what's the other guy? Um, Which guy? Mike Black. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like they pitched this as a character for Metalocalypse, and they're like, no one's going to believe that a man is actually that disgusting. <laughs> I, I, I do love that his hand is genuinely too fat to do the devil horns. Yeah, he has flaccid horns. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, like, like he's into black artery metal. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's about to put both his fingers in a giant's nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> Eat whatever comes out. Yeah, he's about to sacrifice a DiGiorno to Satan. <laughs> that, that, that hand is sealed shut, which is peanut butter he scooped out himself. All right, uh, this is my dad. <laughs> this is my dad. <laughs> that's the, that's er- your dad? That's my dad playing guitar in the early 2000s. Dude, with I his, straight uh, up kind of want to fuck your dad. <laughs> well, I'll tell him you said that. He'll Please get, do. He'll God be very damn. flattered. Yeah, he's got the, he's, he did a, a thing with his sideburns for a while. He's in a Kiss tribute band now, so he's, he looks a little more conservative. But uh, Looks like a bangable Frank Zappa. Yeah, yeah. He's in a Kiss tribute band now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't wear makeup. It's just the music. We're going to Kiss. see him next week if you want to come with Jeff. Yeah, I feel like they should wear makeup. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are they playing? Uh, Shamrock in Chino Hills. <laughs> when? Uh, next Saturday, I think. Yeah, we're we're having a little Mean Boys meetup, so we'll oh, go. We'll Saturday, go. man, that's big. They got the yeah. Saturday night. They got the Saturday slot. They're yes. opening. They're opening for the Led Zeppelin cover band. <laughs> yeah, Led Zeppelin again. Oh, I forgot that's real. I thought I was joking. <laughs> the Led Zeppelin band wears Kiss makeup, though. Yeah. So it's you so get this the, is your dad. Yeah, that's my dad. I want to rock and roll all night and work at the gift shop at the airport all day. <laughs> <laughs> Has your dad had any feedback on the naked rose thing? Uh, I have not discussed it with him. <laughs> Probably continue doing that. Yeah, my uh, dad didn't seem terribly thrilled either. <laughs> and one more, we got Keith's mom right here. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you know, you've Keith's heard the, mom. You've heard that's, the legends about her. That's you know, my mom. All battle. the uh, yeah, all the jokes you've heard. That's her. Yeah, she's got some. Uh, What's in her hand? A gun. That'd be a gun. Yeah, <laughs> pointed at the camera. Like she's oh posing for like an action movie about uh, getting kicked out of a trailer park. <laughs> oh my gosh, Keith! What what's going on there? I mean. Th- 
you know, I didn't happen by accident. My my favorite part is that this photo was to let you know that she's having a good day. Yeah, she literally yeah. sent that to me, and she's like, having a good one. Yep, she tagged Keith in the picture for pointing the gun at the camera. Yeah, which is a little upsetting. This is uh, 100% true. I just told the story on the Roast Battle podcast, but uh, I went to visit her. She just moved to Fresno, because of course she did. Uh, and we went to the Cheesecake Factory, and in the middle of lunch, she just informed me uh, very casually that she had an unlicensed gun in her purse. Really? <laughs> yeah, right as the waiter was coming over, and the poor guy is just like, more bread, don't hurt me. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how she gets extra strawberry topping for free on that cheesecake. Yeah, you know why? Why? Why did she? Th- why did she tell you? And why did she have the? Uh, why did she tell me? I could not begin to know. Why does she have it? You know, various white trash, do battery. Yeah, I mean, she did date a lot of neo-Nazis, so... She dated one Nazi. Okay. That's a lot. If you ask me, I don't know. It's definitely too many. Yeah, like, it's, I wish it was none. You know, well, three's a crowd, but uh, <laughs> one neo-Nazi she's is... pointing the gun at the camera and tag Keith, so it's like she's saying, I should have shot myself in the pussy. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she tried. Does man. she have you a may- neck tattoo or is that a shadow? That's a neck tattoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm I'm frankly offended you thought it wouldn't be a neck tattoo, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I just noticed that. Yeah, she has the biggest teeth, I think, of, of any... I'm few. amazed she still has any teeth. I didn't know they were putting calcium in meth. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know when that development One hit. of those front ones is fake because she fell down the hill at the uh, Universal City Walk one time and just knocked a tooth out on a power box. No way. Are you yeah. guys close still, or what's the story? I, I mean, you know, we're less close since she posted this picture. Really? Uh, yeah. Shockingly, I don't want to hang out with... Them. No. We, uh, we get along okay. We see each other like a couple times a year. They're Kind of like the Oasis brothers. You never know. Are they fighting? Are they not yeah. fighting? We work best at a very a, a controlled distance. Do you have brothers and sisters? I do, yeah. I have uh, two brothers on my mom's side and then two brothers and a sister on my dad's side. Yeah. Who I all see, again, like two or three times a year. They'll right. text me and be like, ah, oh, you took your dick out on TV. I'm like, sure did. You guys still work at Ikea? Yeah? All right, cool. All right. Can I when borrow you're a some big, money? When no. you're a big star, you're going to see it. Your family's going to reach out to you, and you're either going to... Push no, them away, they are. <laughs> or you'll decide that you like having them around, and you'll get I, close with them. I had a shitty gift of the magi thing one time with my mom where we both texted each other and then realized 10 texts in, we were both about to try to borrow money from each other. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it was, we That's knew. Pro- nobody wanted to pull the trigger. Finally, I was just like, let's just acknowledge what's about to happen. Oh. That's profound. Yeah, yeah so it's... then they robbed a 7-Eleven together. It was, it was probably <laughs> Keith's favorite birthday he had with his mother, I think. <laughs> We're going to do a live episode. Have you had her on the podcast? We, uh, we're actually doing a thing right now. If we get to 400 iTunes reviews, we're going to do a live one in Fresno with my mom. At and a Denny's, went, right? Yeah, at a Denny's yeah. in Fresno. You're more than welcome done. to come. <laughs> 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 like, I, I think we're like 50 reviews away, but people seem pretty stoked on Yeah, if you want to so. take the jag up to Desno, <laughs> we could probably get you some of those mozzarella sticks. So you're pimping your mom off for iTunes reviews? <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly one of the less upsetting things she's been pimped for. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow. I feel like Keith's mom kind of owes him at this point after, uh, you know, all the various. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, that twitch didn't happen by accident. Exactly, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. All right. We got some uh, we got some questions for you from our from our listeners. Uh, hey, guys, much love and all. But I got to ask, where do you guys feel Roast Battle is going or is comedy in general is evolving? Uh, so, yeah, where do, you, where do you see the future of Roast Battle, Jeff? I mean, you fucking, you've been a part of the show for the, since it started, and uh, you've seen it grow. Well, I want to announce that we're doing Fresno. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a week from tomorrow at the Denny's. Okay. <laughs> My mom is going to be the Brian Moses of Fresno Roast Battle. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's 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 stab. Whoa, whoa, Kelly. That's right, you guys know the rules. Give me your money. I have a knife. <laughs> let's roast. You know, Roast Battle is is 
unwieldy and and it's its own wave sometimes. Yeah. So it's hard to know where it's going, but it feels like we just did our first season to me. Yeah. You know, we've done other tournaments. Mm. We've never done a series like weekly. Right. And, and, I, and I I love this season. Like, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, like I think it's the best one. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've been with it for a, a long time and I genuinely this season is the one where I watched it and I was like that feels like our show, like yeah. the most of anything. The tournament format was like fun, but it was a little weird. And this one just feels like oh, it's fun. Everyone's having a good time. It doesn't feel like What if there was a t- Pressure. You, you it's like, more fun to do. You like it. You like doing it better without the tournament. I, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. What about for the fans? They probably miss that. I don't maybe, know. I mean, I, I like the, I like tournaments. You know, I like the, like the, we've done them in the belly room, just not for TV and stuff. And those yeah. are always like exciting in their own way. There's the, the calculus going on. People have their brackets going, and that's fun. Right. So I don't know. I mean, it's all over the world. Every little every comedy scene I go to, they're like, "Oh, you got to come judge our roast battle." You know, we have our own little roast. You know, it really is like you know a grassroots phenomenon. Yeah. It's uh, it's been pretty cool, man. You want to have more, uh, more kind of. Fin- you want to have like more Blake Griffin types in there. I liked battling. Is the is the issue I'm forced faced with? Yeah. The fans, I think, a lot of the fans. Now that it's weekly, what if you did a tournament that slowed down so you don't have to think about it so quickly, like a final. But you know, right. If it went week to week tournament, that, yeah, yeah or maybe that would like- be interesting. But it would take some of the people wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And maybe not all the battles have to be in the tournament. Like me and Blake could be stuff like that. A naked roast battle could be an exhibition. You and Blake was like Apollo Creed and Ivan Drago. Yeah, (laughs) next level shit. So wait, so you like battling now? Who's uh, I like? I way prefer it to judging. Who's next? I don't know. Uh, Donnell Rawlings sort of been has been challenging me. Okay, Uh, he came by uh, the Belly Room roast battle last night. I like that, and uh, was very outspoken about. Because you guys equally ashy. I mean, one from sunburns, uh, the other, you know. I also heard from uh, some reality stars, and Farrah Abraham hit me up. Oh, man. Oh, I remember that okay. Wants to roast battle, yeah. Teen Mom or something. Ooh, and yeah. Teen Mom and then a uh, weird-ass porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get we get we get the Oxmom so, in there. We got ourselves a show. <laughs> so I'm not, Jeff Ross battles his way through news stories of 2007. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, you know I'm not sure either of those battles is going to happen, but I don't know. I do want to battle again. Yeah, you know it's All too right, much fine, fun. I'll fight you, Jeff. <laughs> it's too much fun. You know I have a res- lot. You know, I always knew how hard it would be, but I didn't realize how much fun it would be. Yeah, and this is the first one you've done. Or no, yeah. you fought the Rock. Right in Hawaii, yeah, 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 that felt that felt pretty serious, but there was no judging. Ah, uh-huh. right. That was just for the delight of uh, ourselves and forty thousand residents of Pearl Harbor. Yeah, uh, that was such a weird thing watching naval that on base. TV and being like, "Oh, this the dumb thing where we call each other gay in the belly room." Now they're doing it for the military with the rock. It was yeah. a weird, yeah, just heightened thing. I mean, a guy who we have a cardboard cutout of is doing <laughs> the, the thing rock. that we you know? had to steal. Yeah, yeah, that used and to, ha- and it brings people together because I didn't really know that much about the rock. This was a few years ago, and then I met him and roast battled him, and and I love him. I immediately was like, "This guy's the great." I got to figure he's exactly what you'd expect. He's yeah. just a fucking a, a mensch, I guess you'd so, say. He is a mensch, and uh, he's got a great memory. He's thoughtful. He's complimentary. It's all about him, but it's not about him. Oh, okay. okay. I like that. And uh, uh, Ron Dickles asks, uh, what, what do you, who do you think is the next big uh, Roastmaster? Who do you think is, uh, is going up on, like, you know, the dais next year? Who do you think is? Oh, wow. Who, who are they passing the torch to? 
That's tough. It's between I know Tom and uh, <laughs> and Boone, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, put on the dress and earn your keep. <laughs> I mean, it's not for me to say. I mean, this is a roasting themed episode. You know, it's it's the end of roast season. You I know? feel like yeah. I feel like it depends. There's so many good roasters out there now that it kind of depends on who you roast. And then that somebody will make sense right. for that. Okay. Because I always hate when you force somebody yeah. onto a show they don't belong on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's such a valuable commodity. And when you find somebody or somebody's good enough, you don't want to blow it on the wrong roast either. I, I mean, yeah. It's going to be someone they have a take on or, or you know. Yeah, you right. just throw somebody who doesn't give a shit and be like. Which right. I've seen happen. Not too much on the comedy central roast but i've seen that happen on the friars club roast yeah mm-hmm. um where it just doesn't seem like the right fit so yeah. well that even happens at battle sometimes you'll see guys who like i know they're both funny but they clearly don't give a shit about each other and there's just no spark to it like, yeah that happens quite a bit well, yeah there's like so many gets- people ready to do the big sh- roast now that i get more excited when i see somebody who's ready to do roast battle uh-huh. like i saw spotted a couple of people in the last couple of days in the belly room and i was like wow and I encourage them to come back. Right. I get more excited about seeing that happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, Moses, he's still, he's like, yeah, if you sign up. It's one of these, it's like, you know, a packed show. It's every week. And if you want to do it, you could do it in six weeks. You just send a Facebook message. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, you, every, it still happens. People go in there and they have, a, they have a great show. And you go, wow, that's fucking, they're on the, you know, they're on the radar now. It's like, it's cool. You did that for me. I remember like going up, I, I fought Drew Lynch and you and Atel were there. And I went and said, hey, thanks, man. You're like, hey, thanks. Keep doing it. And I was like, wow, fuck. You know, that's pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. Yeah, so that's uh, I, I I always like that about the show. It's a meritocracy, and it's still it's a new like going head to head. I mean, it's like happen like Yo Mama happened and Snaps happened, but it's still kind of inventing itself. So it's cool to see people bring new shit into that. When Jamar did that fucking Boys in the Hood joke and he brought the cardboard thing out yeah. with the car, it's just like yeah, you could just do goofy shit. Right. Like yeah, just as long as it works, who cares? You can be goofy, but if it's thoughtful and fits. And I, I was reading on my vacation, I read Julie Sebaugh's Roast Battle book. Oh, yeah. And it made me realize that. that it really is still kind of the beginning. Yeah. It's, a, it's about the launch. It really covers the beginning of Roast Battle. Mm. And now that it's going into other countries and other, like you said, every community you go to, there's a Roast Battle going on yeah. in every state now and in every continent, I think. So... We're yeah, going to get those stubborn-ass Eskimos on this shit. Say, yeah. get, I think Antarctica Rose Battle is a pretty small fucking scene. Well, yeah, that's where we're going after Fresno. They, yeah. they got a, the flights from uh, F, FPX. I don't know the Fresno airport. <laughs> I love that you think Fresno has an airport. <laughs> Fresno has yeah. one guy who taped a cat to a drone. <laughs> Land here. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Evan Baumgart asks, uh, of all the people you've roasted, who reacted the worst? Ooh. Took it the worst. Huh. I can answer for myself. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Not the last two, but the first time we fought, you were such a bitch. Who took it the worst? I definitely was, yeah. You stormed out, didn't say a word, didn't come back for like months. I didn't storm out that time. I stormed out the time before. That's what I'm saying, the first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know you were mad the second time. Oh, no, 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 I, I wasn't. Uh, uh, the few people that really took it bad in my career weren't necessarily on TV. Okay. But... And I won't even give them the benefit of the shout out. Okay. Because okay. it, it's just such an awful type of person and reaction that uh, yeah. doesn't take it well. Like the sense of humor about yourself. Especially if they sit in the front or they ask to be part of it and then they don't take it well. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's really creating an enemy. 
for life. It's, it's like, like, yeah, you got you the doing? hottest one, and you're mad that it's spicy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time I roasted, I helped mentor and, like, uh, coach the contestants on The Bachelor, The oh. Bachelorette. Oh, no shit. <laughs> and oh, boy. The, the big, <laughs> it was like... Great exposure. Was it hard to teach him how to fucking read? <laughs> I helped these guys like write some jokes about this woman. This was a long time ago on The Bachelorette. Uh. And, you know, I was like, oh, this will be good promotion for roasting. It's on ABC, prime time. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, all right. Uh, we'll do it at the comedy store. And they're going to do a roast that night at the comedy store, The Bachelorette, and invite a bunch of her friends and fans of The Bachelorette. And the place is packed. And these guys going up there one after another. And some of them are good. Some of them. And she's like, oh, bring it on. This is so much fun. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is really good for the art of and the exposure of roasting. You know, it wasn't quite as big as it is now. Right. And uh, and it was like, wow, this is amazing. And, uh, you know, uh, I say goodbye to everybody. I take my mic off. I'm leaving. I'm getting in my car. And I see, like, one of those, like, shots where the so the bachelorette runs off to a dark place and they kind of follow her with low light and I just see her crying in oh. the corner of the comedy store parking lot oh, and they're like no. I didn't know it was going to be so mean and why were all those the roasting is not cool it's not you know like and I'm just realized like I got fucking sold out just now <laughs> <laughs> trying to bring roasting to the masses this fucking chick is like saying it's mean <laughs> whatever I, I, she didn't I, take a well I mean, one lady cry and I feel awful about it. Oh, I remember that. We'd do a show where we'd we'd have a little cardboard box. People would come up and we'd interview them and we'd roast them. You know, we did it on Facebook. It's called Burn Booth. And mm -hmm. uh, I told us she had uh, she had like a shirt tucked into her leggings. You know, and she's a little uh, little chunky. So I just thought I've never seen a camel's mouth eat a muffin top before. <laughs> and then she ran off <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, was not down. And I just I tried to go talk to her, but it just didn't happen. Oh, I felt bad. Mine was a guy got mad at me for roasting the city of San Francisco. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, because I was doing a show in Long Beach, not even in San Francisco. I have a whole bit about how San Francisco sucks, and this guy just goes, "Hey, fuck you, pal!" And I'm like, "Cool, man." <laughs> I just kept doing the bit, and all of a sudden, yeah. I just look, and he has walked onto the stage. He's wearing one shoe, which I don't really understand, <laughs> and he's just like in my face, like it wasn't fight Tom. Me. No, amazingly, no. And yeah, and the and the host is just like, "You can't fight him," <laughs> and that was uh, three minutes into a forty minute set. Oh, no. It's like, well, here we go. <laughs> The Beautiful. only negative reel that I got on social media about the Blake Griffin roast was jokes I made about Detroit. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, they were like, stick it up for Detroit. Yeah, yeah, which, like, yeah have they been to Detroit? Cause you no, they were in off. Detroit. They were in Detroit. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, we went there this year for the first time. Like, nice people, but goddamn, it is Detroit. <laughs> yeah. I will I say some it. Some of the best crowds in the world are in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. they that, need comedy. That, yeah. that should tell you, you know? that Detroit is a failed state, is that Tom fits in there. Yeah, I loved <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved it. I thought Philadelphia the water tasted better. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, the, he picked up a candy wrapper. They gave him the key to the city. They're like, this is the most anybody's done wow, to improve nice. this town. All right, I got one more question and a couple of voicemails, and, uh, and we'll let you go, Jeff. Uh, sure. wh what did Connor and Keith really look like naked? The people want to know. You guys got, were really... You know, for all the hype about the naked roast battle, you were pretty, you know, digitized. Yeah, we yeah. were, I know, which I appreciate. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. There was a lot of back and forth debate internally about whether to do that and how much. I would have liked show. to have been unblurred just because I'm like, if we're going to do the thing, let's do the thing. Like, I advocated for blurring your faces. <laughs> <laughs> or just photoshopping my dick onto my face. Yeah. I felt like 
your dicks look fine, but the anonymity might be helpful. <laughs> Yeah, but, that's what I want is to have my dick on the internet and not even get like booked for a show off yeah, of it. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. Be a joke I should have said on Roast Battle. That would have been a good one. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, when you had the blindfold and the binoculars, that shit was great. Yeah, I just love to see. I love to seeing in the back they have like a list of like the props that you needed for the next shot, and somebody like binoculars for Nikki. I'm like, ah, oh, good. Well, the small dick joke is coming. Yeah, yeah. No, those were binoculars from my house. They were like my grandfather's, oh, and shit. I I just threw them in my car uh, with the, with the uh, sleep mat. Uh-huh. <laughs> and 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 I had him under my chair the whole night, and then just when you were coming out, I handed him to Nikki. Yeah, I mean and that was great getting roasted with a family heirloom. You yeah. know, there's a lot of, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of several history. generations of being embarrassed of my dick. A lot of history in that small dick joke. There's, there's a lot more history in that uh, eye mask. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that for another podcast. Yeah, why is it crispy? My grandfather had this <laughs> eye mask up his ass for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, and then Christopher Walken gave it to me at a sale. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's uh let's listen to a couple of voicemails we got for you, Jeff. This is fan. Hey guys. Paul. My name is Jeremiah. I'm a new fan of the podcast. I uh I first saw you guys at the Fonda Theater where you both stripped naked and roasted each other. Uh, I was there in the second row with my girlfriend and we were both very shocked and stunned. Uh I still don't know what to think about it. Anyway, since you can't stoop any lower than performing naked in front of a crowd like that, I was wondering what big plans you guys have for the future to top yourselves. Thanks anyway, and uh, good luck with everything. Thanks anyway. (laughs) I love the tone of the first half of that voicemail was like, hey, I love your show. Also, I got me too'd by it. (laughs) Felt violated. One lady was like, I didn't know this was happening. If you show my face, I'm going to call SAG and make you like delete the whole show. Yeah, yeah. You guys did a great job making it very clear. You guys gave everyone a moment to leave if they wanted. I don't know why. That was my idea. Yeah, 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 that was good. In rehearsal, I said to the, I said, I think we should say something to the audience. Yeah, it would have been funny if like when we took the robes off, people just started running for the exits like the burning theater and glorious <laughs> bastards yeah well i think everyone thought it was like they were waiting for the bit and then it was just at just actual dicks. everyone thought there was gonna be a pouch yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well th- thanks for the call guy yeah what do we do to top naked roast battle i don't know mm. i'm gonna have to uh blackface maybe no probably just <laughs> could roast while fucking each other that would top it that'd be pretty hot yeah maybe while i'm getting a small surgery you know yeah. like i'm getting like a like you know just a local anesthesia knee procedure yeah. Why do you just make it a, a tradition of naked roast battling until you're old? Like, <laughs> so you every can just year like do like a real time evolution. Just watch oh, our yeah, balls yeah. start sagging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you see where I finally let the comments get to me, and I get the dick surgery. And you're like, well, it's bigger. It doesn't look good, but it is longer. Bad, bad, giant, and black for some reason. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Well, there's a weird ring at the bottom of it, and I guess that cost him twenty thousand dollars. But uh, you know, good for him. <laughs> oh man, that'd be pretty funny actually to just do the naked roast every year. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be a good tradition I, as somebody who could use you know how well, a par- job every year i agree you know how yeah. parents like they mark the height of their kid on the you know like, <laughs> we could just have a reel every year yeah you know, that just shows your evolution or your your devolution i like the idea that when we die you do like an in memoriam seg 
ball drop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, when they tear down the Fonda, I'm going to get that little uh, corner uh, corner piece of wood, and uh, you know, way down in the basement where I have a sharpie mark of my balls descending. <laughs> you know, and just like here, Connor McSpadden, age eighty. You know, <laughs> one day my child will measure his balls on this wood. Yeah, right. it'll be like that uh, Venus Williams Instagram post that's going around today. Oh yeah, yeah where yeah, she's yeah, a little girl oh. and she her dad's helping her learn to serve, and she throws the ball up, and just when she smashes it, it cuts to present day. Oh, that's, that's cool. Really cool. It's yeah. like that, but with nuts. Yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> two sad naked men. Yeah, I like it. All right, this guy, I love this guy. That was brave. Thank you for doing the naked. Yeah, of course, man. It was a fucking blast. Hey, I man. wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. So you guys got. There, there was a second there when you, you took your shirt off. I was like, oh, shit, is Jeff going to get naked? I too? started to get naked. Dude, if you would have gotten naked, oh, we, we would have been insane. We would have gotten 10 million views. <laughs> but here's why I didn't, because I have a dignity. <laughs> <laughs> I have a manager. Yeah, and I respect because myself. Because I have air conditioning in every room of my house that I don't need more. <laughs> I felt like it would be discourteous to Nikki was sitting next to me. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. a good reason. Yeah, that would have bummed her out. Yeah. yeah. I think she not, probably would have laughed. Too much she did not know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she would have been a good sport, but it's just like not fair to like not throw it at my co-stars right that's, there. That's a, that's yeah. a fair point. I and was I hoping thought, there was going to be some version of it where Jezelnik got naked, because that would have been great. Yeah. For Keith, that would have been the Super Bowl. Oh, right no, there. No, no. My God, being nude and getting sexually humiliated by Anthony Jeselnik has been in my dream journal for a while. So you really, uh, you really made my day. Nick was very sweet. I talked to her after. She was like, "I totally blocked out your dick. I was just thinking about the jokes. I don't even, I don't even remember it." And I was like, "That's, yeah, that's a very nice lie you're telling me, yeah. ma'am." <laughs> what she's saying is you have an unmemorable dick. Ah. Hey, mean boys. Uh, this is Biggity Bob up in NorCal. <laughs> Got a message for Jeff Ross. <laughs> my question for Jeff Ross. Which is, did you really think that you were going to save Mike, the situation, Sorrentino, from getting heckled by name. that crowd? <laughs> Anyways, love you guys. Fuck everything. God is dead. Yeah. Did you? Okay. <laughs> there's, there's no more upsetting. Yeah, it is Bob. I got a message for Jeff Ross. It's Biggity like, Bob. It's Biggity yeah. Bob. That, biggity. Had the, that had the tone of like some slurs are coming next. It I'm wasn't that it. I wanted to save the situation or thought I could save the situation. It's that I was trying to save the show. Right. Because Jezelnik, his first roast, he was on like in one more spot. And I had a personal interest in wanting my friend to see what do well on his right. first roast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Plus, I was a producer on the show. Oh. I didn't want to see... And people started booing. Yeah. I didn't want it to turn into a fucking rodeo. Right. Yeah. And yeah. also, I was coming up at the end. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I was just protecting the... You don't want to walk into a in- shit room. ...integrity yeah. of the room. No, I think that made so, I think that made it better. Like that, like you doing that was a good good audible because I mean it was just kind of a hairy situation. It's yeah. like someone's got to do something, you know. Yeah, you can't just let that sit and then do the show. Or yeah, anything. yeah, and you're kind of you're kind of the uh, you know authority or whatever. Like if anyone's going to go up there and do it, it should be you, right? Yeah. yeah. So but, yeah, uh, suck. Yeah, just, shout out to Mike the Situation who I saw recently at the MTV Video Music Awards. Oh yeah, by how's he Tiffany doing? Haddish. And it was good to see him. He was very happy to see me. He was with the Jersey Shore cast, so he was definitely feeling his mojo. And he said he he, he now finally recognizes that he didn't do well. That <laughs> night <laughs> That night he thought he killed. Crushed it, bro. What? He's like, I st- man, I was out of my comfort zone. I stayed in there. I didn't break. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's all that it matters? It's like that you tried it, but I guess so. You know, I wish I had that confidence. I, w- yeah. I wish I had that cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I guess if you're that dude and you're like, I'm never gonna have to do this again. You're like, what a fun excursion into trying a thing for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what? He was in the in a moment of his life where he was on the number one TV show, and yeah, yeah. You know, everything you do kind of matters to people, and yeah. he tried roasting. So shout out to Mike the Situation Sorrentino. <laughs> I do like using his full name. You know, yeah. just like also, it feels like he might I be didn't listening. Even... He might have that little going on at this point. Yeah, he has yeah. a lot going on. He's doing good. No, yeah, the Jersey Shore's sorry back. For, okay, I'm sorry for besmirching the situation. He's on got me his voice. He's got his own line of uh, marinara sauces, probably. You know, <laughs> that seems like something he'd have. It it's like also good for lube. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can tan with the Alfredo. It's a perfect tanning. Yeah. Glaze. Have you ever thought why can't I vape marinara? <laughs> He started his own grandma's uh, at the fettuccine vape products <laughs> for the situation. All right, we got one more for me. These fucking clowns are making fun of me on their podcast. In the meantime, I'm in my fucking Jersey yeah. beach house. As soon as yeah. I figure out what a podcast is, I'm <laughs> real upset. I'm in my six-year-old Lamborghini still trying to get girls at bars to remember the show I was on while they were in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Developing <laughs> prescription drug problems and doing infomercials. <laughs> Snooky won't answer my calls. I'm the new Sham Wow guy over here. <laughs> Can you believe it? I'm perfect. Oh, you come on the hooker's back? No, you didn't. There. Hey. Evidence be gone. <laughs> All right. What's up, mean boys? It's Dylan from Canada. Uh, I just wanted to ask Jeff Ross a quick question. Since you've seen both uh, Keith and Connor's penises at this point, yeah, uh, we, which, we one, which one do you look more like? <laughs> uh, fuck everything, God is dead. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I think if you're wearing the fedora, you look more like mine. Uh, but if you're, yeah. if you're, I mean, well, if, if, you know, I have a foreskin, so I don't think Jeff is allowed to look like mine. It's not kosher. Like I don't know. What I the think rules I look are. like a combination of Connor's dick and Keith's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you look kind of bleached. Yeah, and we did it. We did. We did see all of that at the Fonda. <laughs> yeah, we did. I I sure did when I the, the fucking judge the naked roast that you did oh, the yeah. other time. I did, I did the. the you started pushing his ass ass up against I, me. I did the naked roast battle at Skank Fest this year uh, and Tom was one of the judges and so I just made a point because he was sitting behind <laughs> me to just like periodically spread my butt open and just ruin Tom's night <laughs> good for you guys <laughs> Jeff's, Jeff's currently texting his publicist how do you hack into a computer and delete audio <laughs> files yeah, <laughs> buddy so, hey I'm going to do some damage control with the situation <laughs> Uh, thanks for coming on, man. So yeah, we we gotta go. We got three mics, not three mics coming out. Uh, it's bumping mics with you and Dave. That's right. On yeah. Netflix coming out soon. Sneaky Pete, the next season. Season three. Yeah, all those roast battle clips. How about on my YouTube podcast? Right now? I just started doing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I would love it that. if some of your listeners came over. They would love yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's called a, Thick Skin with Jeff Ross. It's a great time. I do it every like whenever, but yeah, it's fun. Yeah. The Jeff Ross schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my cousin Ed put a podcast studio in my basement. Yeah, and, and and we really love it. No, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's you and uh, you. You get some of your family on. You get celebrities. You get chuds like us. Yeah, you know, and you just uh, you just talk some shit. You enjoy. Uh, you enjoy the. Yeah, you say it's hey. cathartic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I. That's what I love about Jeff's house. Always food. Yeah, always. Oh, never not always food. a spread. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, we we're going to the, the watch the Willis Rose party, and we and we're, I was like, I should stop by Jeff's because he's going to have pizza, and I get there, three deep dish, all all out on the counter. <laughs> I do love food, and and I really feel like I can't be funny without constant food coming into my 
mouth. Well, I, Keith I, has cracked your. He's got your secret yeah, recipe. I've never felt more understood. <laughs> really, I, I I think about food right before I go on stage, right after I go on stage, <laughs> and if it's a weird situation where you're doing like back to back or whatever, like I'll think about it on stage. If people are eating in the front row, yeah. it, it, it truly distracts me in a way that, <laughs> that the show becomes about that. You well, know, sometimes I sing songs about food when I have my guitar on stage. <laughs> One of the fattest comedy moves I do is sometimes when I do the Madhouse in San Diego, I will get there early to eat the first meal knowing that I can justify maybe getting a second dinner later. Yeah. And I do know that I, it must be – it must I must sort of uh, omit or what's the word, project that because at the Tempe Improv years ago, huge, huge club right. with great food, The I went to get paid and and – and as like I was, eight dollars, were you deducting that? I don't. <laughs> and I was walking through the you know kitchen and the and the as the servers were sort of counting up, and they were all like, "Thanks for coming, Jeff. Thanks for we we did great this weekend. We all made so much money." And right. I get in the the manager's office, and he's like, "Jeff, we want you to know your fans this weekend. These five shows broke." The food sales record at the Tempe Improv. <laughs> you have the fattest fan base in America. <laughs> so it made me just so delighted. You oh, know? yeah. You, I took the plaque from Ralphie May. They had to, <laughs> they had yeah. to add my name, 2018 Tempe Improv, mozzarella champion. They just <laughs> throwing loose meat at you like confetti after a wedding. Yeah. Like laughter is like f- comfort food, right? So some people, the drinks help, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the food. Yeah, you need carbohydrates to riff. Yeah. You really do. Uh, so that's going on. Share all those roast battle clips. Those are up on YouTube. You and Blake Griffin. That's going to be insane. They just put that one up today. Me yeah. and Blake, the extended, which is actually to me, I like it a lot better when you see it all play out in yeah, real time. And I was the there. and all just like how it was when I was there. You know, so it's cool to like that. Everyone gets to see that. Yeah. You know, and keep uh, yeah, keep fucking spreading the roast and love. Who do you think? Who, who's your fantasy for uh, for the next roast? My mom pitched me Betty White, and I think that's a pretty good one because she's not going to be around forever, and everyone loves Betty White. That would be a fun one. I have roasted Betty White, not on TV, and she was a lot of fun. Yeah. I did a Friars Club roast of Betty White once. Nice. I said she's so old, the color white was named after her. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, I, 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 don't, I honestly don't daydream about it. Like, kind of whatever... Whoever's next, it's all it's all good. I know because we, you, you know, I, you, I, you're I, method I, roasting Bruce Willis. I saw your house; you had pictures of him hung up. It was look, looked like you were plotting to kill him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> in your basement. So. I talked to him yesterday. He's so happy. You know, he he told me he wrote he drove from one end of sunset to the other the other day and here it is what a month later yeah and the billboards are still up yeah, yeah it's I saw like comedy central like, bragging about how good that show was right. yeah yeah which i kind of love yeah man all right well dude you uh you you do a lot to help young comedians uh it's a, it's a trip that uh you know uh, you're here hanging out with us and it means a lot to us yeah, so thank you for coming on very buddy. weird thank in you a great guys. way yeah thank you thank yeah. you gentlemen all right now you can get that way too nice car out of this neighborhood <laughs> if it's still there uh, <laughs> Shit, 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 shit,